have kids, they said. It will be fun, they said. Who the heck are they anyway? As moms, we sacrifice a lot for our families, our time, our health, our wallets, our identity, friendships, personal care, and of course, our beloved sleep. Motherhood is a crazy ride, one that is not meant to be braved alone. It takes a village, right? Well, your village is here. I'm your host, Sabrina Greer, and every week I'll be diving into the gray areas of motherhood with some very special guests. This is not the highlight reel, but the real deal. So reheat that cup of coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready for the reminder that you've got this, mama. Thank you for tuning in and welcome back. I'm your host, Sabrina Greer, and here we are, season two of You've Got This Mama, the podcast. We made it through the holidays, mamas. We did it. And here we are back and the kids go back to school. Uh, we're what, a day in now? <laughs> I hope everyone survived and is having a great time and had a great holiday. I have to say, I am pumped to be back. I missed podcasting a lot more than I thought I would and taking a short break. I really, truly felt it. So I'm so excited to be back with all of you. And I just have to start by expressing my deepest gratitude for all of you, our listeners, because man, wow, 2018 was just a total blast. We launched two books, one's in pre-launch. And then of course, the original, You've Got This Mama. We came up with a podcast out of nowhere just by demand you guys wanting to hear more of the awesome community that we're building and creating and more of that amazing empowering energy that you've got this mama has to offer and here we are you know season two of this awesome podcast we had some incredible guests like Jillian Harris Shannon Christensen we had just awesome awesome guests all of them were just so incredible I don't know about you but I learned a lot I got some amazing resources from our, our people and, you know, keep it coming. We want to know what you want to hear and what you want more of, because it's all about you guys, our listeners. And without you, we wouldn't have a show. So I'm extremely grateful. I'm so happy to be back. And this is just, it's so great. We have so much in store for you for this season, for season two, we've got incredible guests lined up and more of them rolling in. It's just awesome. Everyone's getting it. They're getting the idea of sharing your authentic journey into motherhood, of sharing your your heart and soul and what this job entails without judgment. You know, we're not here to judge. We're not here to tell you how to do it better because we don't know. <laughs> We're just here to share our truths and share, you know, our wins and sometimes our, our not so big wins our you know, losses, if you will. It's it's hard. Parenting is hard. And I'm sure we're all feeling it after the holidays and having the kiddos home. You know, there's it's it's a strange balance of emotions. Some days we feel the joy and we look at those little people that we created with such love and such adoration. And then some days we don't know what to do and we have to lock ourselves in the bathroom and cry for a bit. And that's okay. All of it is okay. I'm here to tell you that. And so are our awesome guests. And that's exactly why we're here and what this podcast is about. So thank you for getting it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for just 
lending us your ear and being here. You know, I'm taking into consideration all of the comments and all of the feedback. So thank you for that too. You know, there's no right or wrong. It's just constructive feedback and, and we appreciate that so much. So you'll be seeing a few changes to the structure of the podcast. It's going to be a bit shorter. We're going to have one guest per episode, unless it's a, you know, super special episode. Um, yeah. And we're just going to make a few changes and see how it goes. So thank you for being our guinea pigs and sticking it out with us and just being there. And I, I so appreciate it. So today I just wanted to jump on and do a little recap of season one and sort of fill you in on what's to be expected for season two. I don't have a guest with me today, but I just want, you know, that was another thing you guys said is you wanted more of me. So I'm so humbled and so grateful for that. Um, you know, little old me, who knew? So just, uh, I'm so excited. Anyway, I wanted to talk about something that's important to me today. And I think it's really appropriate timing with it being the new year. Um, it's crazy because I was doing some research for this topic for a blog post and, you know, everyone said, why don't you make it a podcast episode? Because people like to, to hear it for real, not just read it, but hear it. So I wanted to talk about new year's resolutions versus what I do, which is just setting intentions and really not putting unrealistic expectations on myself and the pressures that come with resolutions. I read statistics somewhere that said by January 17th, 86% of the people that made New Year's resolutions drop them. I just want to let that to sit in for a second. 86% of people that set New Year's resolutions drop them by January 17th. That is insane. <laughs> um, it just goes to show you, you know, it, it's it's about setting intentions, setting goals. Absolutely. I'm not saying just like, Ooh, you know, nonchalantly go through life. I think setting goals and intentions is extremely important. But I think what the difference is with resolutions is it's such a hard fact. It's inflexible. It doesn't bend. It doesn't change. And life changes very quickly sometimes. And especially as a parent, as a mother, you know, our, our lives are sort of fly by the seat of your pants. You have to be flexible. You have to accommodate. You know, I had sick kids almost the entire holidays. We had croup and pneumonia and asthma and blah, 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 like hospital emergency room. I won't get into details, but it was really tough because I had massive aspirations of getting all kinds of work done over the holidays, you know, thinking that was my time to be creative and my time to do a lot of planning for the new year. And it just didn't work out that way. But you know what? That's okay. Because I had to be flexible because my children needed me in that hour, in that time, those days. And that's just what we do as moms. So I want to give everyone, all of you mamas out there listening, I want to give you permission to go easy on yourself and not have to set hard, rigid, rigid resolutions that keep you in a place of feeling let down and feeling like you're not enough or you failed in some way. So for me, my 
intention for 2019. Um, you know, I've, I have massive goals and massive aspirations. I have a whole journal full of what I hope to accomplish with, you know, my personal brand and also with YGT Mama and growth and where we're going and what we're doing. I won't get into all of that. You know, this is not a business podcast. This is a motherhood podcast. Um, I am happy to share that with anyone who wants to know, you're welcome to private message me and I will 100% share that with you. But what I wanted to share today is what what I'm working towards personally. And I think it could be beneficial to anyone, you know, who's a mom who's maybe struggling with the concept of resolutions and how to plan for the new year and is maybe a little bit overwhelmed and, you know, not feeling the excitement and the energy that some of us are seeing on, you know, Instagram and social media around, you know, oh, 2019 is going to be this big year of this and that. And maybe you're not feeling that. Maybe you just are feeling like a a good goal would be to survive (laughs) and get through, you know, day by day. And that's okay too. But what I do is a little thing I like to call a toxicity detox. So anything toxic, anything that is not proving to serve me, myself, my family, my children, my motherhood, I remove. And I did this last year too, and it was extremely helpful. And of course, little things sneak back in over the course of the year and, you know, being flexible, it happens. But I like to remove things that are not serving me any longer. And sometimes that changes. Things that were serving me last year are no longer serving me now. And it really is reflecting on the previous year to see what those are and to see how to move forward. So I have five things that are, are toxic topics that I remove. I take a deep look at, I write them down and then I remove whatever is not serving me. So it starts with relationships, toxic relationships, toxic people in your life. Anyone who is bringing you down, maybe it's a Facebook group, a mommy group that you know, you felt a lot of shame being a part of. Maybe it's people you follow on Instagram that you don't even know that make you feel bad about yourself. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a a close friend that's been a great friend for many years. Maybe it's a friend who is childless and you are feeling judged by uh, because you're a new mom. Whatever it is, I encourage you to remove that from your life. Of course, if it's a family member, I'm not saying go cold turkey and just like ditch them. (laughs) There's appropriate means to this whole removing toxicity, but spend less time with that person or those people. Remove that person from Instagram. Don't follow them anymore. Take that person off of Facebook. Go through your Facebook friends and weed out anyone who is not not a real friend, who's not serving you, who's not helping you, who's maybe judging you or saying things that are, are hurtful. All of that, I, I give you permission to do that because that is important. We can weed our friendship garden. We can take away those people that are making us feel bad. There's a quote that I love and it's, you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Who are you spending your time with? Who are you becoming? Who are you showing up as with these people in your life? I just want you to think about that. And you can absolutely write it down and and go through it and just really reflect on when was I happy in 2018? Who was I with at that time? Who really understands what I'm trying to create, what I'm trying to do, how I raise my children, what I'm doing in my life, all of it. 
Who's the supportive ones that make you feel good? And who are the ones that don't? And I encourage you to remove the ones that don't. The second is toxic behaviors. So things that you are doing, habits that you feel you need to change. And this is where those resolutions come in. Most people mistake this as a resolution. Oh, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, or I'm going to go to the gym every day, or I'm going to do this diet and stick with it, or I'm going to remove this from my life and stick with it. But it takes 21 days to change a habit. These are habits. So toxic habits that you've done. Maybe it's, you know, sleeping in too late and you want to wake up earlier. Maybe it's, you know, drinking that like extra cup of coffee that you don't need in the morning or the afternoon. Maybe it's alcohol. Maybe it's um, smoking, whatever it is. Don't position it as a resolution, as something that is rigid that you need to change. See it as a toxic behavior that you need to work on day by day, little steps, little things that can help you change that habit in a positive way. So, you know, maybe it's just having one less cup of coffee a day, setting your alarm for earlier. You know, there are a lot of amazing resources and I'll post them on the show notes, things that have helped me personally. But You know, Mel Robbins, the five second rule is a perfect example of how to change a habit. Um, The Miracle Morning is a really helpful one as far as creating routine that's a positive format. So there's a lot of ways to do this, but removing toxic behaviors from your life. The next is toxic substances. So instead of giving yourself a rigid diet, like, oh, I need to eat, you know, 12 pounds of protein a day and I'm going to go keto and I'm going to go paleo and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Try just starting with removing things that aren't serving your body. So maybe you have a sensitivity to dairy, but you love dairy. That's me. (laughs) But how do you slowly remove that habit so that it feels good? Going cold turkey with anything often doesn't feel good. Just quickly removing it from your life saying, okay, bye, I'm done. That's those people that break their New Year's resolutions by the 17th of January. Removing little bits day and day. So if you're eating, you know, cereal with milk for breakfast and putting cream in your coffee, and then by lunchtime, you're having yogurt and ice cream and cheese and all these things and dairy is no good for you, then start by just taking away one thing at a time and adding in something else. There's tons of options that are alternatives, right? Or if it's alcohol, you know, start by just having a little sip of wine or a little glass of wine here and there. You know, I I believe that cold turkey, unless you've been advised otherwise by medical professional or some sort of issue, then of course, follow those instructions. But I found for me, anytime I've tried to do something so fast, too quickly, I feel like I fail if I if I go backwards a little bit. But sometimes it is a back and forth. You have to take a couple steps back before you can move forward. And it's always fluid. It's always moving. It's not rigid. But when you put that rigidity on it, it makes you feel like a failure. And it always makes you feel like you've done something wrong. And, you know, that's where the mom guilt comes from. It's like, oh, my kid had a chocolate bar today or a bag of chips. And that's like, you know, you feel that guilt, but it's okay. They're treats as long as it's not every minute of every day. So the next thing, the next toxic thing I like to remove is toxic environments. Where are you putting yourself that doesn't serve you? You know, I just started watching um, the tidying up show on Netflix and I see why people are completely addicted to it. You know, 
clean your space, get into a a place where it feels good. You know, I'm not suggesting you have to fold your clothes and talk to them and thank them as you're doing it. If that works for you, then great. But I think cleaning your environment, and that goes for all environments. If you spend a lot of time in your car, how can you make your car feel comfortable and, and uplifting in a positive space with positive energy for you? You know, do you need an office? Are you working? Are you a mamapreneur that's, you know, working from your kitchen while your kids are crawling around on you? Maybe you need a quiet space for yourself. You know, toxic environments remove the toxicity from your environment so that it serves you and makes you happy. And lastly, toxic thoughts. This is the biggest one. And I, that's why I saved it for last. It, the things that you think, you know, we've all heard what you think about, you bring about and not to be cliche, but it's so true. Whatever you spend your time and your energy on is what is going to expand. So if you're spending tons of time worrying about what's next. Oh, what's going to happen here? And what's going to happen if I do that? And if I don't do that, and what if this happens and that happens, spending time on the positive instead of in this negative space of self-talk is so much more productive. So, okay, I'm having a negative thought. I'm having a negative feeling feel it, think it. I'm not suggesting like bottle it up inside or push it way down, but once you feel it and think it, let it go, release it into the world and say, okay, I I understand why I felt that way or why I thought that way. How can I turn that into something positive? And this goes for everything. This was, this works with finances. It works with relationships. It works with all of it. We just need to spend more time focusing on the good things, ways to achieve this that have worked for me. Gratitude, having a gratitude practice. I don't mean just being thankful by saying, oh, I'm so grateful for that, but having an actual practice. You know, we've heard it on the show many times from all of our mamapreneurs and business people that have been on the show. It's in almost every personal development book that's out there. You know, the whole abundance mindset, like really focusing on the positive things and what you are grateful for. So writing it down. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be anything. It can be a line ring paper. It can be your kid's school book from last year. Whatever it is, just write down every morning three things you're grateful for. An app that I found extremely helpful is the five-minute journal. So it's an app. It's in your phone. You can attach photos to it. You can say, you know, today I feel really grateful for this. It helps you build affirmations. I know. I used to hate the word too. I used to giggle and say, oh my gosh, people that say affirmations who talk to themselves in the mirror, they're ridiculous. But when I started doing it, I noticed a massive shift in everything, in my thoughts, how I thought about things, how I saw the world, my perception of what I was surrounded by. When you truly look around and are grateful for what you have, instead of constantly wanting more or longing for, it's amazing what happens and what shifts. You know, motherhood is such a crazy ride. We know that. It's hard work. It's a job that you don't get paid for (laughs) and you get no breaks, you get no sick days, you get no time off. Even when you get time away, you're constantly thinking and worrying and wondering and missing. And, you know, it really is a job that you don't get a break from. 
that being said, it goes by so fast, right? There's the quote, um, the days are long, but the years are short. You've seen me say that a million times or heard me say it a million times. It's so true. You know, I, I feel like I've blinked and my kids are already, you know, little people that have personalities and attitudes and all of the rest of it, opinions. But my point is, it goes by so quickly. So being grateful for those moments, even if it's diaper explosions and, you know, temper tantrums, just being grateful that we get to experience that because then we're really grateful for the good times, for all those milestones, those first first steps, first words, all of the things that are just so exciting and why we get into this gig in the first place. So I hope that helped you. Those are my five toxicities that I like to remove from my life in the new year. It works for me. It's not going to work for everyone. I get that. But hopefully this can help a few people. I write down the five categories into those categories. I plug in all of the things that are not serving me and then I remove them gently, quietly over time. No cold turkey, no rip bandaid. It's it's a process. And, you know, we've all heard as well the quote, it's about the journey, not the destination. This is a journey. All of it. Motherhood year by year, everything that we're doing, everything that we're thinking, everything that's happening around us right now, it's part of the journey. And the second we can be grateful for that and really, truly just embrace the chaos of everyday life and what's going on around us, that's when we will find joy and when we will be happier people. So I hope that helped you out. That is my two cents. Um, As far as what's happening with the podcast this season, this whole month, our our uh, theme is in t- around intention setting. So I've got some amazing guests, some uh, coaches, business coaches, life coaches, um, fitness coaches, people in the personal development industry that are going to really help us sort of build that for the month of January and really get into a groove for the this year, for 2019. So... I really missed you guys and I'm so happy to be back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Please keep it up, you know, go over and write a review. Tell us what you're liking, what you're not liking, what you want to hear more of, what you don't want to hear about. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, you know, help us build this massive tribe that's judgment free and shame free. And honestly, let's just do this. I'm so excited for 2019 and just for all of the friendships and all of the, the new that's going to happen. So happy new year. Love you guys. Thank you so much. And I will hopefully see you or hear you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Sabrina Greer, your host, and you've been listening to You've Got This Mama, the podcast. You can follow us at YGT Mama and join the conversation on Facebook and Instagram to get more information on the stories we share here, our community, our books, or the blog. Head on over to www.ygtmama.com. You can also access the show notes there. If you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your daily listen and subscribe to the tribe. Rate and review this podcast. That helps keep us alive and we deeply value every review. I would like to thank the production team and Megan Krumpetich, our producer, for making this happen. Thank you so much to all of you for giving us your ear. We hope you tune in next week. But in the meantime, please remember, you've got this, Mama.